Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Fanable.com Actual Play Podcast. I am Dave, and I'm going to be moderating another Geeky Topics Roundtable discussion here on Fanable.com, in case you didn't know where you were. But that's where you are. That's what you're listening to. And I am joined with Jesus, Billy, and Daniel for a conversation about the most pressing subjects that I could think of when I was writing down these questions earlier today. To start, gentlemen, how are you? Uh, you know, trapped in a box. I'm all right. I'm, o- I'm okay. I've, <laughs> I'm, I'm here. Hey, everybody. This is, this is Billy, and I'm, I'm doing okay. I mean, you try surviving the, uh, this crazy time inside of a very ta- small apartment with a dog and a, a toddler. There's not enough leashes for the two of them, unfortunately. So uh, we're, we're wow. getting by, though. We're getting by. I think this is the first time we've done a GTRT remotely. Uh, no, no, we did it online. Uh, we did the online it? one once. Yeah. yeah, it's on the YouTube. It's on the YouTube. Oh, that was oh, a while we did. Ago. That was yeah, a long, that, that long was like time winter ago. Christmas. That was like season five of Fandom. Something like wow. that. Yeah, season five. Yeah, yeah. Season five. <laughs> when we didn't know if it would be picked be picked up again <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly we went to the nbc tnt you know we really got desperate and did cbs but <laughs> dan how are you doing tonight pretty good pretty good like i said trapped in a box but uh, no that's it i'm fucking trapped in a box I, I dan you are I, muted we cannot yeah hear you. i don't know why dan is <laughs> Excellent. muted but he is all right dan you muted dan? yourself dan yeah 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 yep. dan, dan you muted. played yourself <laughs> you played yourself there it is. Anyway, I said Dan, I doing? said brilliant stuff. I said brilliant <laughs> stuff. It was amazing. Y'all missed out. Uh, I am I am I am trapped in a box. That's, uh, I need out. I need out. <laughs> well, well, welcome to a trapped in the box edition of GTRT. And now that we've gotten the pleasantries out of the way, in the in the, in the best way we can, because this is a very weird time for all of us and uh so what better way to get through that than to forge on ahead with these uh these questions that our listeners so desperately crave desperately crave and just so everybody knows this is taking place during the uh pandemic so future people if the world is still alive and is returned to the old times that's the uh that's the situation we're dealing with right now or, or maybe more accurately, this is recorded during the first pandemic. Oh, that's uh, right. Yeah, yep. That's going to be great. We're going to call it Pandemic Yellow. Is that <laughs> Pandemic Red? Blue? Blue Dynasty. That's I would a- play the hell out. I would play the hell out of Pandemic Red. Like, that sounds like a great game. Hmm. I think I have it, actually. <laughs> I'm sure you do, Dan. <laughs> oh my God, that is a board game, isn't it? Yeah, no, and I've got pretty much every expansion, so. Yeah, so here we are in that episode of Fraggle Rock that freaked me the fuck out when I was a child where everybody got sick and died. Um, Right, that was an episode of Fraggle Rock, right? Like, I'm not making that up. I think it was the the last episode. Were you just one of those kids that stared at static the entire time and that's what you saw? (laughs) I think that's the start of like a a creepypasta thing. Yeah, no, Fraggle Rock, whatever. I I, I make no no apologies for the fact that it wasn't the fact that I saw... um, Friday the 13th or Nightmare on Elm Street when I was like six. It was Fraggle Rock that made me like this. Oh, sure. Fraggle Rock. I saw Gremlins way too early in my life and I still won't watch that damn film. 
that was five years ago, and goddamn it, Billy. I <laughs> nope. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The way they used Lincoln's, uh, what was it, President's Day as, as the setting, I just couldn't do it. <laughs> oh, God damn it. We should watch that for uh, the no, holidays. No, Technically I, I, a holiday I am, movie. I am, I am serious. I will skip out on that movie night because I cannot watch wow. that film. Okay. It is like eye trauma to Angela. It's That's my eye trauma. <laughs> To to be clear, we we joke about Gremlins, but if you watch it again, you realize like, oh, they played it real close with a whole like comedy horror mm-hmm. thing. And the fact that it's like it is just into the comedy section a couple of times, but really, it is scary as hell. <laughs> I I was terrified as a child. I am still child as uh, terrified as a kid, a guy right now. I am still <laughs> child. That's a good future. Or now, did you answer a question? Like, what movie have we seen that was way too early for us to watch? I mean, Total Recall when I was like four, but my mom yelled at my dad long enough for me <laughs> to remember that one. <laughs> wow, Jesus. four! I thought women had three boobs for quite a long time Jesus. after that. Very disappointed when you found out the truth. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> what? That's an old. <laughs> that, that is an old, old married with children's joke. Okay, we're oh done. I, I think we should cut it. Yeah, I think we should mm-hmm. cut that one. Oh come on! Don't you want to be Buck? No. Wow! I cannot believe I remember that character's wow. name. <laughs> oh god! Christina Applegate. She's uh, great. Like I, she's, everything she's, she's been in. Yeah. She's she started uh, Dead to Me recently. Oh, she's oh, fantastic yeah? in that. The second season's oh, yeah, out, yeah, yeah. and every episode is just. Uh, uh, no, the, she's really good. I personally love Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Was she? Was that oh, fantastic? Yeah, that was her. Yeah. yeah. No, she yeah, wasn't. That was Christina that. Applegate. Yeah. She yeah, was in Al- that. Yeah. Oh no, that was Alicia Silverstein. No, nope. Silverstein. Silverstone. No, no, no. She was uh, in. Um, she was in the Babysitter. She was in uh, the Girl Next Door or something like that. Someone, like yeah. with uh, with the guy who played Wesley from Princess Bride. Um, oh my God, it was Christina Applegate. Nah. Uh, you're right. The truth stands revealed. It's all right. All those white girls look alike. <laughs> truth. Truth. No. Truth. Truth. <laughs> it's only funny if Billy and I say it. <laughs> it's just, it's just true if the if the Rodriguez's say it. Um, Can we start calling you so, guys the Rodriguez brothers? Like I, I've, I no. I mean, we, we there there is a certain resemblance. So yeah, well, certain, there is. Yeah. I mean, it's the, your fact you're both dead you... sexy, and you got asses that just won't stop. Nope. We've yeah. we've searched for the science and technology, and we cannot find something to make your asses stop. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yep. As far like we're kind of like negative mi- images of each other. Really, it's just... <laughs> also, also in my screen, you're on the opposite end. It's like we're in a sexy Hispanic sandwich, and Billy and I are the meat. Wow. <laughs> Never. You know. I, I, first of all, colas jamón y queso. Yeah, first of all, yeah, I, I think of at least one of you as the cheese. Oh, <laughs> I hope you like white meat, boys, because there's no fat on these bones. Maybe. We'll let you guess which one is the which one is the cheddar and which one is the plain white. Oh, oh. fair enough. It's gotten creepy. Ask your questions now, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Oh, thank you very much for indulging me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and since we were talking about the fact that uh, we are recording, uh, we are. Co- recording online because of these uh, times that we live in and of the world uh, brings me to my first question. Uh, and 
really it has to do with like the fact that the, this current situation as I motion towards the larger world uh, has changed our daily lives. And very simply, I've noticed some stuff changed about my day-to-day activities. Have you developed a new taste for any sort of media during quarantine? Uh, music, shows, movies, books, anything like that. Uh, and the reason I bring it up is because um, I have started watching episodes of Hee Haw wow. before I go to sleep. That's mm. a deep pull right there. And I do, like y'all know me. There is no A to B to C here. Like it, I don't. I don't know why it showed up on my YouTube thing. Like I just happened to start watching Hee Haw, and I kind of love it because it's <laughs> so low stakes and so corny. That's actually a joke in Hee Haw that, that like, it's, it's basically the equivalent of, uh, you know, in like Edwardian times, a man having a pipe and a, like, uh, you know, just a snifter of brandy before he goes to sleep. It just, it just calms me down because it's so low stakes. And so now y'all, I might buy a $40 DVD set collection of Hee Haw <laughs> because I can't find it online wow. in digital anywhere and i'm telling you i sleep like a goddamn baby <laughs> like wow. and also i've heard some genuine jokes on hee-haw that have made me burst out laughing and i don't know i don't know like i don't know what you, y'all know me like i don't know where this came from <laughs> i don't am i the are only you sure one? are you sure you're not like doing molly before you're like i don't know guys <laughs> apparently when you mix molly with hee-haw you just sleep like a light it's like well couldn't that just be the molly <laughs> Well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Guys, I think I'm addicted to hee-haw. <laughs> he, well, Molly and hee-haw. hee-haw. I think it's the combination of hee-haw. I think that's really God, what it's hee-haw, really yeah. hee-haw gives me some cotton mouth like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Y'all ever just watched three yeah. episodes of hee-haw and jacked off for 16 hours? <laughs> 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 okay, so I'll, take, I'll say the obvious thing. I've watched a shit ton of Disney Plus now because of Lucas my son. Uh, and if anybody's interested in like what's good on Disney plus, like series wise, I'll be honest. Like uh, a lot of it is, cr- is not good. Uh, but mm-hmm. big hero six, the television series, huh. it's not bad. Like I, I legit say like, yeah, there's like a cartoon series. It's huh. like two seasons. And at this point I'm like, like Lucas will start it up. I'm like, wait, did you, did you watch one this morning when I was asleep? Motherfucker. Let's go back and see what's going on. I have to figure out what's going on. Cause last time I did that, there suddenly was a, an, another Baymax and I had no, idea. I had no idea. I had no idea what happened there. So that's pretty good. But honestly, uh, being a little bit more personal, I like, I'm very cliche. Like as soon as the pandemic started, I watched uh, I watched Contagion. I watched Outbreak. I watched pretty much what I was experiencing. And then about like five weeks in, I started watching like Castaway because I felt like I was like uh, isolated on an island. And now, now that the world is uh, kind of getting better, I'm kind of rewarding myself by watching The Stand over again, seeing how, <laughs> you know, how people will overcome and eventually you know, like move to Boulder and uh, – I don't know. I haven't gotten to the end yet, but it's it's a terribly um, a terrible miniseries, but I, I very much enjoy it. So that's what I've been doing. I've just kind of been like finding uh, movies that match what's going on in society or to me personally. 
Did you say move the boulder or move to boulder? Move to boulder, Colorado. yeah. Boulder, Colorado. Really? That's where they're going. That's how you spell Colorado. M-M-O-O. M-O-O-N. M-M-M-O. No, they have a character who he's like he plays Patrick on um SpongeBob. SpongeBob, yeah, I can't remember his name, but he plays a guy who uh he has a mental handicap and he everything is the guy who can detect uh bombs. What? Right there's a guy in uh the the stand, right? He can he can detect bombs or something like that with his no, 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 no. He's not. No, not that's not him. Different guy. All right, cool. Different guy. Um, oh, totally different guy with a mental handicap. Who? Oh no, you're. T- yeah, no, no, no. You're. Yeah, you're talking about. He doesn't detect bombs. You mean the guy who who likes to make the bombs? Uh, yes. Trash can man. He's but, but great. He has yeah. like a soup, almost uh, like a not supernatural, a preternatural ability to do that. Yeah, kind of like that. They they explain a little bit more, but it's. They go. They go in more detail in the books, which I haven't read. I just kind of read snippets because seriously, I read. I want. I'm watching the the entire series right now, and then I'm going to wiki and reading like the stand wiki to see the differences in characters. And uh, it's it's crazy, man. That's Stephen King, man. When you do a lot of coke and drink a lot of beer, you could really come up with some creative right? shit. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying you should do cocaine and drink beer, but I'm also not saying do mo- don't do Molly and don't watch Hee Haws, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Would you say that you're becoming a Stan Stan? <laughs> Next. Thank you. And good night. All right. And uh, Danny Zeus. The, yeah, please, please. One of the uh, one of the breads. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> go, go. No, sorry. No, I've mainly been just going through my Netflix list. Like I've for like uh, weeks before or months before the pandemic, I've had a list of movies and shows I've been meaning to watch, but life. And then now that it, there is no life because of pandemic, I've just been going through it. Currently, I'm finally started watching BoJack Horseman, Ugh, which I'm kicking myself. I've not seen since now. Oh, I yep. can't do it. Fin- just, and the latest season it's, of Magician. It's so currently. good, and it makes you very, very sad. And then I guess, I don't know, maybe Scissor 7. That's a new cartoon show. Scissor 7 is weird. so good. Scissor 7 is surprisingly good. <laughs> really? You should watch Upload. Or, or, dude, Dead to Me. Seriously, if you want to show to me? that. Dead to Me. If you, It's a Christin, uh, Christina Applegate we were talking. Bringing it back, people. But mm-hmm. it is a show that every episode, it ends with you saying, oh, shit, oh, shit, what's going on next? And you have to watch the next. Dead so pretty right. much give yourself an entire day to watch it. Yeah, Christina, we know you're a fan. You know, you don't need to write in. Uh, you know, this one's a shout out to you. All right, and that's that's been me. I've been really boring. Sorry. I guess uh, for myself, it's just, just massive amounts of porn. Just fucking just ridiculous <laughs> amounts of porn. Uh, but wow, Angela's jo- d- doesn't join us for one GTRT, <laughs> and this is what we've gotten to. Yeah, as if I wait. wait. So what? He's taking her answer of massive amounts of porn. What do you mean? <laughs> just exactly stupid amounts of porn. Silly. Uh, just a a silly string can being fired into a rotating this is ceiling fan of porn. This is inappropriate. <laughs> anyway, that and cooking shows. Ooh, what cooking, kind of cooking shows. shows. Same, but not cooking. Not cooking competition shows. Cooking oh, fuck the shows. Yeah. No shows about yeah porn cooking shows of course but uh <laughs> but, but yeah shows about food and about cooking and about like yeah it's just immensely comforting to me. I used to watch a cooking show in college with my friends. It was oh what was it called? 
Oh, two fat women or something like that. It was on oh, BBC. Oh yeah, the British ladies. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, they rode around in a car in a bike. Bike, I, and, and that is yeah. I'm pretty sure that's legit. The name. I'm not being mean. No, yeah, it's, no, no. It's, it's it's two fat ladies. I think. Yeah, and they just made the. I mean, it was the un, most unhealthiest stuff, but it looked oh, so oh. good. Yes, yeah. and they rode around in a motorcycle with a sidecar. Yeah, and they went yeah. around the like British countryside. Just like cooking meals. That was one of the first ever cooking shows I ever started watching. And I fuck. Oh, Billy, why are we the same guy? That's so weird. <laughs> we have to try to get away from the singularity, Billy. Not oh, go sorry, towards it. Sorry. So, Dan, what, what, what ones do you recommend to our audience? Oh, geez. Um, I mean, Good Eats, period, just because fucking Alton Brown. Uh, and, and of course, uh, the, uh, if, if you, if you're listening to this during the time of the pandemic before the, before the end times, um, uh, he is currently doing kind of like a pirate version of good eats just on his own that he's been putting out on YouTube and they are, he and his wife, and they are immensely entertaining and, uh, and just, and it's just him at at home. His wife is like so nonplussed with the fact that she's married to <laughs> such a huge star. <laughs> that like I watched one episode and she was constantly correcting him. Like, yep. and he would look back at like, so we're grilling, grilling. She's like baking more of a basting baking. He's like basting <laughs> baking. Like it's exactly what you would have with a partner in a home where you turn on a camera and you're like, we're just going to do this fun little thing. But we're, we're like, two wine glasses in and you're and like neither of you like your partner just doesn't recognize like oh like three million people are going to watch this on youtube by the end of the week and yeah. it's like nope it's As great one it. half of the solo shot i get that completely <laughs> three million listeners across the globe cried out and then was silenced all at once <laughs> Oh man, I'm already having a good time, (laughs) y'all. That's some good hee haw right there. (laughs) (laughs) Hee haw. (laughs) I was gonna say, like, I I will genuinely defend hee haw for its qualities, and my god, I don't know what happened to me. Um (laughs) Well, I know what happened to you. This is this is what always happens to you. You find something quirky and then you drive that into a wall. Like, do you remember Nightman? Is that what it was called? <laughs> with, with Johnny guitar or Johnny saxophone? Yeah, no, it's a uh, yeah. yeah uh, uh, oh fuck! What was Johnny, his name? What was his name? Uh, I, I I think serial killer was his name. Oh yeah, or, he was a yeah. serial killer. He was definitely Obviously. a serial killer. That but, was uh, not. That's not Nightman. You son of a bitch. No, he no, he killed a lot of people on that show. Oh yeah, did he kill a lot of people? <laughs> Ninety-seven oh, yeah. through ninety-nine. So, um, Jesus is. By the way, I still have all those recordings, and we mm-hmm. will release them one day. <laughs> Um, just Johnny Domino. Johnny Domino. Domino. You should do it for Patreon. Patreon. Send it out with Patreon. Oh, yeah. 100%. Because mm. we recorded it over four years ago. Yeah. And so only people who give us money should suffer this. We have yet to finish it. And hey, Zeus, um, I, I wanted to keep this. Uh, I wanted to keep this as a, a little uh, a little surprise. But it's been half a decade since we recorded this. So. The next episode, literally where we left off, the next episode involves a certain gentleman of uh, pop culture prestige. Can you guess who it is based on the following? He was very rich. 
He was in Home Alone 2. Oh, no. I know. He is our president of the United, United States, States of America. Oh my, oh, my God. Does Is Donald Trump in Nightman? Nightman. Oh, my. And he was in Nightman. Not just was he in Nightman. He well, was in villain? Nightman in a canned moment where he said something to a character. And you can tell when they recorded someone like the rest of the episode, they never use his name because it was clear they didn't know who they would be able to get. So Ooh. when a lackey or when a, a lackey, uh, it's a person who can look like anyone walks into a bank, um, pretends to be Donald Trump, walks in there and takes out a whole bunch of money. Later on, the 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 teller is asked like uh, by their boss, like, why did you let them do that? And they just motion away from camera like, but it's 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 them who would say no to them. And it's just the same clip of Donald Trump over and over, like looking around because mm-hmm. they clearly didn't know who they were going to get. <laughs> who wouldn't give him a loan? <laughs> who wouldn't give uh, Trump a loan? Exactly. That, that's yeah. what ruined Trump's credit. That damn doppelganger <laughs> from Nightman. <laughs> oh, Christ. I hope that's the one that won the presidency. I <laughs> explained so a lot. Just pulls off his mask. It was me all along. It was rubber man. man. <laughs> it was rubber man, I'm sure. It was. And like, yeah. It's like like during the Oval Office address, you're just like doo, 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 doo. <laughs> Anyways, that's the theme song to Nightman. A lot of people don't know that. Um <laughs> I'm sure people are, many people are don't know what Nightman is. It's a terrible You will uh, superhero. Patreon listeners will. <laughs> it was uh, a great show, but he was a terrible superhero. He killed so many people. Oh my god, he was And murder. we're only like four episodes in, yeah. <laughs> Am I right to remember that Nightman's power was he can sense evil? Like that that was all he could do and then he like also could shoot laser out like, out of his eyes. That's yeah, all? like a suit. Uh, uh no, it was actually just sense evil and he had a super suit. And also it was developed later that he didn't need to sleep and that's why he had to play the saxophone on the rooftop of his San Francisco apartment that is totally r- ridiculous. Um, because by by doing by doing uh, creative things, that's how he he slept. Oh my so he god. never slept. Oh my Imagine god! Imagine being just, that I, that neighbor. Like, shut the fuck up! I, You've been up there for seven hours. I just realized something. He has the power to sense evil. You know what other superhero has the power to sense evil? The Toxic Dark Avenger. Yes. No. Night, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Nightman is it's a trauma film. Yeah. yeah. Trauma. That's no, how he's, he's able to kill so many people. I'm not. I'm surprised there's not as much blood. Wow. I guess when you could sense literal evil, <laughs> you you don't need an explanation why that fucker died. No, it's awesome because in the first episode he learns he can sense evil, and then he just straight up ices, no, atomizes two security guards who are just doing their jobs. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Do you okay, ever think? This is do you ever think? The- yeah. Do you ever think at some point he just looks around and says, "Like guys, I'm gonna be honest with you." I'm sensing evil no matter where I go. And people are like, are you sure you're just not sensing yourself? You killed a lot of people. Johnny. And he's like, oh, no. And then cut to him on the rooftop. <laughs> I'm sensing so much evil. You're in a kindergarten. I know it's sad, isn't it? <laughs> I won't rest until I find that. Johnny, you don't rest. <laughs> 
So my follow-up question to the first question of this recording, <laughs> we're going crazy, is if you could run a game based on a media that's helping you through the situation, what is the setting and the game? And I will go first. I would run Hee Haw, but I would run it in uh, Fiasco. <laughs> I can see that. It that's would actually be. pretty good. It would be a fiasco style murder where oh, it would be like the season finale. It would be called like, it would be called um, 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 killer corn, right? Because uh, they always love making jokes on a hee haw about like corn and corn husks and all that shit. So it'd be killer corn and it would be a murder is going to happen on the season finale, series finale or season finale of a down-home country sing-along jamboree that is rocketed to fame and money has flooded into the show and egos have spread uh, far and wide and it has become a complete shit show behind the scenes and someone is going to die. So, based off a true story. Hmm. Christ, mm-hmm. mm. I'm actually going to Try to find a book on Hee Haw because I'm so desperate to know what it was like behind the scenes. Because, like, oh, my God. Lots I just of sex, know. lots of violence. No, it started in 66, and oh, it Jesus. ended in 96. Wow. Wow, 96. That's actually surprising. It I thought went it went for a goddamn long 30 years. Time. That's actually mm-hmm. quite impressive until I'm sure variety shows when those finally kicked or they didn't even really yeah. evolve. So, yeah, because if huh. you think about it, though, like you have to you have to remember that like Southern like like country music is its own creation. It's its own thing outside of if you don't like it, you don't know if you if you weren't raised in it, you don't know it's its own body. Right. Mm-hmm. And so you've got Southern music, country music and then Southern, you know, culture that is so intertwined with that. So Hee Haw was the first well, like one of the first times that that broke out into the larger American audience was just like, yeah, like here's, and also they pulled down six, uh, six different songs, every episode, six live different songs, every episode. Think about fucking uh, Saturday night live. They have two songs, every episode. I'm going to be honest with you, Dave, if you're being endorsed, if you're being asked to like, pitch hee-haw and getting endorsement money this is the worst choice <laughs> they okay, are paying so you in tobacco hear me out. And a corn. cyberpunk reboot of hee-haw <laughs> oh okay all the a's are fours just l- hear me out <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Oh, the the only thing about like you know hee haw and you that is similar is they both are asses. So, uh, <laughs> okay, I guess I guess I would do um. If we're doing the stand, it would be end of the world, I think. Though, um, you know, honestly, I might do a deep pull if it's the stand. I might do something like Reclamation, like that that one oh, game damn, you played man. a long time ago. Hmm. Yeah, because they do have a corruption thing where something's always trying to corrupt you. And I think that's kind of important for the stand, like the, yeah. the Randall flag is. So, you know, it's not the best system, but I think that would be something I would grab. But if I'm doing, honestly, uh, Big Hero 6, as much as I hate to say it, I'd probably use mask. Um, it's a mm-hmm. masks, teenage superheroes trying to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it could work, even though I, I, I hate powered by the apocalypse oh, quite yeah, a lot. It's an apocalypse but, game, isn't it? But I think it could work. 
yeah, for the, for, yeah. for that kind of story, yeah. Yeah, especially since, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I'll never love Powered by the Apocalypse, and I'm sure at this point I'm I'm gearing I'm just gearing up for another debate on it. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I think that would work for the story being told. Is there... nothing's coming to mind at the current moment? You got anything, Dan? Uh, yeah, I have I have a gag answer that is also a true answer. And yes, that the, is the for cooking answer. for a cooking show. I would run it using uh, three goblins in a trench coat. The <laughs> setting would be that you have somehow, uh, through a series of uh, mishaps, uh, ended up wearing the uh, soon to be released in an upcoming supplement chef's coat, uh, and oh. and have ended up in the king's castle and are supposed to be cooking him a meal. And Dan, uh, we know we know what your next uh, notebook's going to be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, and yeah, and you're but but you're three goblins in a chest coat. I fucking love that. Ugh. Oh I my. Oh my god. Could you could you instead of have legs, torso, and arms, have sous chef, chop chef, <laughs> <laughs> like line chef? Yeah. Yeah. I've got it. I love it. All right. All right what do you got, got Dave? I've uh, got. It's going to be a movie we saw recently, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Using Mutant Chronicles. Yeah. Oh, so mutant, mutant chronicles. So what's basically, mutant chronicles? Mutant, uh, what? What's mutant chronicles? Oh, is that forty uh, k? It's it's sort of no. like it's sort of like forty k if it didn't take itself so seriously. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. You guys played yeah. that. You yeah had yeah. That, but basically, two, uh, because the the the, a, the alien monsters yeah. are just so ridiculous to be perfect. Like you're trying to fight these monsters that are literally just evil clowns with horrible like Lovecraftian undertones, which is just hilarious to fight against. With and also everyone has giant shoulder pads, of course. Of That's course. a requirement. Hey Zeus. Yeah. Warhammer 40 clowns. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, these are the jokes, people. Yeah. They are. Well, thank <laughs> you for listening. You're, this is Hee Haw. Yeah. <laughs> now Buck Owens. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the sad? I used to watch Hee Haw every Saturday if my dad, or my dad would leave it on and fall asleep and we'd watch Hee Haw and we'd try to change it. He's like, no, we're watching that. And I'm like, oh, I hate this fucking show. Like so that's my, yeah, that's my experience with Hee Haw, <laughs> being forced to watch it. I'm sorry. I know. Yeah, I don't, I don't have an excuse. I don't have an answer. I don't have like, I don't know. Well, maybe you, I'm possessed. You are very white. <laughs> I'm. I am very white. I'm whiter every episode. It's like draining me of my melanin. Like I will be nothing more than I will be transparent by the time I've ended the uh, 1971 uh, season. Oh, um, you are. Wow. I'm just surprised you're like, you're enjoying it so much. I, I it's, there are a couple of like jokes that literally got me bursting out laughing. I was like, I don't know what's happening. But then again, it's like, if you consider how many jokes they tell per episode, it's just rapid fire, and like one of them's gonna land. Oh, it's a shotgun <laughs> approach. It's a shotgun yeah. approach. You like shoot oh, it, yeah. something's gonna hit. Yep. And 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 here's the joke. <clears throat> On the farm, we have a rooster that's so lazy he doesn't crow. He just waits for another rooster to crow, and then he just nods his head. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's a solid fucking joke. Yeah. That's a that's a solid joke right there. I don't care who you are. There's my Ohio. <laughs> it's like, yeah, now 
Roy Rogers. Like, <laughs> and I like my neighbors heard me burst out laughing because I was like, I can't believe I'm laughing at a hee-haw joke. They'd be like, should right. we tell him to shut up? And he's like, would you rather have him listening to hee-haw at night or trying to play saxophone all night on this roof? Because <laughs> <laughs> I can't sleep. So, um, so moving on uh, from uh, the things that we like to watch that are fictional and helping us through this time uh, to what we do and what we effectively do in Fandible is make imaginary friends and give them as much life as possible while dice and con- uh, dice constantly ruin their chances for happiness. Um, it, that's my experience in what we do uh, over and over. Um, but with that idea if you could be stuck at home with one fictional character, who would they be? And what would your favorite pastime be with them? Any mm. fictional character. I'm going to say, and I know I'm going to regret this. Don't bring up I'm... hee-haw. <laughs> Uncle Joe from hee-haw. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, honestly, Sam Spade. The uh, old detective Sam Spade. Hmm. Um, I've read a lot of his novels and I feel like my favorite pastime would with him would be like, he would spread out all kinds of clippings from newspapers on the table in the living room. And we would just go back and forth, like pitching like different conspiracy ideas about like his latest, uh, his latest case. And I say I'll probably regret that because of two reasons. One, Sam Spade drinks a fifth of bourbon before the suns come up. Mm-hmm. And also um, because he's also a man's man. Like he's a good guy, but I'm a lot of things, but tough guy isn't really on that list of, uh, of descriptors. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd still go with, I'd still go with Sam Spade. Cause I think he would be a dope person to spend a month with. Just like also because I think it'd be a straight shooter when I when I had problems about my life. It should be like, listen, Busta, sit down and it would pour me a scotch. And I'd be like, Sam, it's it's 8 a.m. And we haven't even had breakfast. And he'd be like, well, there's your breakfast in your glass right there. Now sit down. Yeah, enjoy your potatoes. <laughs> enjoy, enjoy your salad. Yeah. Um, OK, this is a little lame, but if I'm going back, I feel bad because I don't want to downplay my dad was a my dad was a good dad he's just a different dad um i would have loved probably growing up i absolutely loved growing pains yeah and i would totally i think i could spend a a month hanging out with jason siever uh who was played by uh oh train 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 No, I just, uh, growing up, I always loved uh, Growing Pains, and I loved the dad, Jason Seaver, um, who was played by uh, Alan Thicke, I think. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Alan Thicke. And I would just love to hang out with him. He just seems incredibly supportive um, and open to letting his, uh, letting people explore what they want to be instead of having a vision of what they should be. I don't know. I just, I always, I always loved that family as I grew up. So I don't want that anybody to read anything into that saying, Oh, you must have a terrible family life. I know I had a great family life. It's just, I don't know. Just always 
liked I, I always liked people who would reminded me of Jason Seaver from Growing Pains. So a little weird, but uh, that's all. You know, honestly, and what we'd probably do is just uh, watch movies together. He would he would say weird and inter- interesting facts, um, and that's about it. Hmm. I like that. I like yeah. that. Nice. And and you don't have to say like anything about the father figure. I I I personally claimed what is the uh the de facto father or like masculine figure for people who didn't have masculine figures back in the 1950s. So <laughs> it's it's fine. Right, right. Honestly, I think it'd just be fun talking to Jason and talking about f- raising a family and stuff like that. Oh. Now, now that I'm, yeah, now that I'm a dad, you know, why not go to Jason Seaver, which is the rated like the number one dad, I think, in like a lot of Asian countries, like mm-hmm. they still do tours in uh, Asia uh, of Growing Pains because they love wow. him there. And they know oh they, God, they really? yeah, no, I, I watched an entire documentary on this because I loved Growing Pains. And they talk about like they would go up and they ask like parenting questions. So the guy like, you know, Alan Thicke had to take it really seriously. He couldn't just like wing it. He's like, oh, crap. You guys are expecting like. Jason Seaver to be able to tell you how to raise your kids. I'm Alan Thick. I know nothing. Mm. In fact, I'm pretty racist. So, yeah, <laughs> Alan. So Alan yeah. Thick, not related to Robin Thick, who released Blurred Lines. Is that accurate? No, I don't know. I don't know. Guys, I'm come on. Probably, yeah. Some of us have to know pop culture shit. Nope. Uh, <laughs> nope. Unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, uh, uh, Alan Thicke, uh, we lost him uh, 2016, I think. Uh, he, oh, it's, it's, only, tw- only 69, 67, no, 69. Wow, I know a lot about Alan Thicke, apparently. <laughs> now I'm wow. looking him up. I'm going to see if he had a kid. <laughs> and the then problem, just, like, the problem with somebody dying on 69 is you want to say nice. You <laughs> <laughs> <He> really shouldn't. <laughs> To be clear, to be clear, I ten bucks says that Billy buys an Ouija board after this and tries to contact. (laughs) I don't think I need parenting advice. (laughs) It was just a TV show. Oh god, talk about (laughs) talk about not reading about your heroes. At thirty, he age forty, Thick began dating Mm seventeen-year-old Christy Swanson and married her. Yeah, no, he was, was engaged but never married. Don't yeah. read about your heroes. Don't yeah. read about no. D- don't read don't. no further on Alan Thick for your own sake. <laughs> uh, oh, does yeah. it get worse? Does it get worse? I mean, I'm, he's not. He's a not monster. Terribly worse. Oh, he's not, I mean, he's not. He didn't cut oh, this is him at a. Fun. This is him at a cross burning. But you know, <laughs> no, that, that no. could have been. I just want to point out. I said. I said Jason Seaver, not Alan Thick. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Listen, the white cloak was fashionable at the time. You know what? And everyone had a hood. Okay, okay next. <laughs> fucking everyone hee-haw. had a hood. That is the greatest defense of the KKK. My neighbors have heard that come out of my mouth. What's the problem? Everyone back then had a hood. <laughs> I just want to point out the non-white people made that joke. <laughs> yeah, I did not. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yep, yep. But yeah, so you would hang out with Jason uh, Seaver? Seaver? Seaver, sir. Seaver. Seaver. Right. All right. So, cool. We got uh, two in the docket for uh, fictional people. Problematic and I'm, so far, I'm really proud no one said, like, I don't know, um, Jessica Rabbit. 
Cut the image. Dan, go ahead. <laughs> well, oh, sorry, Dan. He took my sig- my <laughs> significant other occasionally listens to this show, so uh, I'm not going to say anything of the sort, good sir. Well, my oh, significant sorry. other is going to be Jessica Rabbit during that month. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right for for me, um, I know you shocked to think I would say somebody from 440k, but if I did, I'd be dead if I met that person in real life because no one wants to actually live in the world of Warhammer 40k if they're smart. I could just picture a space marine, like, slowly ducking into your room and saying, hey, I don't want to be that guy, Jesus, but I noticed that my milk was drunk, and by the emperor's might, I feel that that was you defiling me. Hey, so the toilet's blocked up again, and um, due to the various organs in my body deposited by the tech priests, I don't shit. <laughs> So, uh, you just guys are making realize that would make if I could draw, I would draw the shit out of this. Oh my like, god, like, like space, space marine, marine roommate. roommate. Yeah. I would fucking oh god. <laughs> Copyright oh Fandible 2020. <laughs> rent for the rent god. <laughs> I took care of rent this month. When you say took care, yes, I killed him. No, <laughs> god damn it. No, we've talked about this. <laughs> Don't worry, I use a flame this time. That doesn't make it better. <laughs> All right. Uh, my... <laughs> Did I get any mail today, by the way, Th- Beth Ragnar? <laughs> I don't know. I don't read. Do you read? <laughs> <laughs> Reading leads to knowledge. Knowledge leads to heresy. <laughs> I think that's an actual quote. Uh, anyway, the character I would choose is Moist Von Lipwig. Wait, what? <laughs> what Moist is this? Von Explain. Lipwig is a swindler character from the Terry Pratchett novels. Oh. Yeah, say basically his, he's a, Say his first name again. Moist Von <laughs> Lipwig. Uh, he's from a series of novels called... I think the first one is Going Postal... Making money, and I can't remember the third one. But basically, each one is basically—he's just a—he's basically a low, a clever, but just a swindler type character who's forced by like the head of a city to like, uh, to basically head like the post office, the bank, and eventually like the the train service. And because he's forced, he's forced to use his cleverness that he uses to like just do basic crimes to basically like advance the world. Like basically, he turns the post office from something that no one cares about to something that is content and expanding he creates he creates a train system he creates uh he ba- creates a modern banking system for the world of the for disc world turning it from like a, a basic fantasy setting into a into a like a fantasy industrial era and just i just love reading those those uh, series of books and him like figuring out how, how to do stamps figuring it out how to do train tracks stuff like that See, it was just fun to read i just want to talk to that guy talk about how he came up with those ideas and basically learn how to be that clever even though he's a fictional mm. character. So David is a detective. Mine is Seaver and you're moist. <laughs> yes. Okay. Moist. 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 Now say it slowly and lick your lips. Moist. 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 Heresy! <laughs> <laughs> I uh, stand by my previous answer. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but I mean, assuming she's busy, uh, I 
Yeah, busy playing uh, patty cake. Yeah, exactly. Right? Mm. Uh, I mean, if everybody in the world gets a choice, she, it's very busy. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I would, uh, I'm going to cheat because it's not going to be a single character, but I'm going to treat them as one. I I would spend a month as an intern for the Ghostbusters. <laughs> I would oh, actually love nice. Dan as nice. a I was the biggest Ghostbusters fan as a kid. I had I had a I had everything I I had just all the toys I had this uh, um, proton cannon that uh, would project ghosts on the wall and they would make the noises and you would throw the little trap and and oh and yeah I, yeah 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 I was the big I had I had this glow in the dark Ghostbusters logo shirt that I wore until it literally fell apart on me. Uh, hmm. And yeah, yeah, that's that's that would be my thing. I, it would be it'd be a terrible time, but but I would have done it. I would spend very good hard earned money to watch a movie where the Ghostbusters call in their recruits <laughs> and a and like four different Gen X or excuse me, uh, Gen Z and uh, millennial people stand up and then <laughs> and then at the very end it's Dan. Who's like lighting a blunt? Like, I'm sorry, what's going on? <laughs> and he turns out to be the best fucking Ghostbuster, the oh, yeah. best fucking Ghostbuster. You just hang out with Slimer the entire time. <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah. You finally, how'd you catch Slimer? We just we just ate food and smoked, and at the end we took a nap. It's a bunch of people like cut to a, like a bunch of uh, like like uh, a, a running battle over a uh, night strewn sky on the uh, on the rooftops of Manhattan. Bunch of people parkouring over different like gaps and stuff like that. And Dan just like standing there as they all run off, like looking down, calling an Uber, <laughs> looking <laughs> at where they're all running to, getting out of a car later on, slowly like waiting. For- waiting for the the, uh, elevator to go up to the top floor and then just nabbing the ghost as everyone knackered, like (laughs) crawls over the last barrier, exhausted from their parkour experience. And he's like, "Uh, one in the box, ready to go. I be stoned and you be slow. (laughs) I dig it. I actually dig that a lot. Yeah, I like that. I love that. All right. Thank you very much, guys. Oh, my God. That was everything I wanted. <laughs> everything I wanted. Um, so, <laughs> so uh, real quick follow-up to this question. If you could be a pen pal with a fictional villain, who would it be? A villain. Mine would be, mm, I want to say Skeletor. Mm. But he's the obvious choice. What's that? But he's the obvious choice. Because villains are never, are are like undaunted by their defeats, right? So like, if you're going to be pen pals with somebody, you want somebody who is going to be able to respond to your queries with like, never give up. And so like, I think I'd go with Skeletor, honestly. Like that motherfucker's been through a lot. No, and he, you know, if I told him like, oh, I'm feeling this way about my cer- certain situation. He'd be like, atomize them. And I'd be like, well, you know, I can't, but like, yeah, it makes me feel inspired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Villains. Y'all, mm-hmm. what villain would you like to be uh, pen pals with? 
for me, just because it would be hilarious to hear his ranting about how nothing is his fault, and if only he had the chance, uh, Starscream. Oh. Oh. He would be constantly right. complaining his pen on pe- uh, pen is like, like Megatron doesn't give me the chance. If I was the real leader, I would like lead everyone to victory. And then when the one time, because I remember a few episodes when he became the leader and he sucked at it and blamed everyone else but himself, he probably right. And I was like, I, just, my underlings are useless. I don't know. And it'd be just funny to read. And of course, <laughs> I'd be like, and I, I, I wouldn't. I of course say encourage like, have you thought about going to a therapist and maybe talking about your feelings? And he's like, no, I'm the king. It'd be great. It'd be funny. It'd be hilarious. <laughs> Uh, I guess Medusa, because I believe some people are born evil and some people become evil because they are, they have a neglect of individuals to communicate with. And I feel that if you just, you made a connection with Medusa, maybe there'd be something there. Yeah. I like that. Just seems yeah. Like, yeah. I, just no, seems I, like I like that a lot. She needs a friend. Considering yeah. that, considering her hallway is, is littered with the statues of people who tried to make a connection with her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like it's going to be littered with a bunch of postmen too, just all of them frozen. But you know, <laughs> the United Postal Service uh, are still going to fucking do it because that's in their slogan. Apparently, mm-hmm. uh, uh, whatever rain, snow, sleet, or fucking stone, we're going to be there. So, did oh, think about that? <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I'd say Medusa. Just me, me and Medusa. And she get really excited. She call it like stone mail. <laughs> oh Christ, that's funny. And then we'd start have like ins- like we'd start having inside jokes like attached to this letter is a statue, <laughs> oh, and she would laugh and we'd laugh and then we'd eventually meet and then she turned me into stone and then she'd realize no I needed that connection, and then she'd find a way to save me. Or she'd just write a letter to some person, <laughs> some other person, some other person in prison. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Medusa, there you go. I, I like that. Oh my god, that's great. I love it. Dan? <sighs> Who the hell? Jessica Rath. <laughs> god damn it. That one was a saint. No. Um, she was a park ranger, Billy. When I think about the villains that you like, I know that you like anime. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine that an anime villain escapes your, like, yeah, most anime villains are are they've 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 got Skelter's can do attitude, but without the camp. How about uh, uh light? Mm. Mm, maybe looks light from Death Note. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah, but he's ah nah, he'd be too pretentious. Okay, true, very true. He would be way too pretentious. I think most anime villains would be just way too. What pretentious. about the tall man from Phantasm? <laughs> Fuck yeah. Now, there we go. <laughs> that, that dude would give you the straightest advice. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter because one day you will all be turned into my dwarf slaves. <laughs> However, I believe that Christine was being untoward when she said that you were printing too many things in the photocopy department. <laughs> I totally would do a dear, like a dear prudence, but answered by the tall man. Dear tall man. <laughs> And it has to begin, and, and, and every letter has to begin, this doesn't matter because one day you will be my dwarven slaves. But, and then he actually gives like legitimate advice, like, you're right, Adam is connecting with his ex in an unhealthy way. Perhaps you need to start evaluating your self-worth, Melissa. Remember, eternally yours, or eternally mine. 
If Melissa does not want Michael to keep contacting her, has she considered Knife Cloud? Fucking <laughs> 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 Knife Cloud. Yeah. So, so Dan, that's your answer. Uh, to yeah. Tall man. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Good times. All right. I I mean I'm dying like hearing these ideas, and so I want I want that I want that to be a thing. Mm. Um, <laughs> excuse me. Uh. And so with pen pals being an obvious response to the fact that we're all social distancing at this point, it seems like social gatherings are, you know, a possibility in the distant future. Which <laughs> Not according means, to Michigan. Uh, well, yeah, w- w- with us here in New York state, uh, which sadly means no cons and no random LARPs mm-hmm. uh, to sign up for. Uh, definitely at the last minute, if you are me or literally anyone here on this panel for Fandible. Fair. LARPing, though, can be fun despite its shortcomings, mostly based on the enthusiasm of the players. So my question is, what mundane process would a LARP be based on that you would still like to play only because the people there would make it fun? Hugging. Hugging? Just after the pandemic, I just want to hug a (laughs) bunch of people just for like 10, 20 seconds each. And then we could just like go about our way and never talk. Um but yeah, that's my answer. Hugging, yeah. That's a terrible answer. I was trying to be no, funny, motherfuckers. No, no, I mean, let's like, just make fun I, of hee-haw I kind of like, okay? here's the thing. You were trying to be funny, and the rest of us were like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> hugging. Nah, not so much. Stay the hell away from me, freaks. <laughs> you know, I just honestly, you know what the weird thing is? I just like, all the thing I'm thinking about LARP is the things I can't do. Uh, usually, you know, like I'm a demon gambling my, my life away, but like now, like I'm trying to think of a LARP that's kind of mundane. It's just like, I don't know. Like we're all sitting in a crowded movie theater and we're watching a movie together. And it's like, Billy, you're just describing hanging out with your friends, watching a movie. You're so lonely without your friends. Like, you know, that kind of stuff. So like, I just, I just want to do something with people and I, and I can, at this point, I'd do anything. Like, I remember in the beginning of the quarantine, people were like, oh, thank God, the quarantine. I have to go to my ba- my sister's baby shower. Thank the God that ha- this quarantine happened. But at this point, it's like, God, man, do you think there would have been cake at that baby shower? That would have been gnarly, man. <laughs> us, us all together talking about a baby. And like, I, at this point, I'd do anything as a LARP, as long as I had people to do it with. All right. Fair enough. Um, I personally would uh, do a LARP where it's a bunch of people standing in line waiting to get to the clerk at a courthouse. And all of us are talking about why we're in line for the clerk. Hmm. (laughs) The most mundane soul sucking fucking thing only to get to a person whose life is even more mundane. And all of us are just like, let's just, let's just bond about. And here's the thing. I've done that. I've done that for work. I've done that for personal reasons and it, yeah, you, you eventually do turn around to somebody. And if somebody even catches your eye, you're like, <laughs> holy shit, how much of a mess is your life? Okay, great. So, um, how long have you been here? What you in for elder abuse? Oh, Oh, Ooh. this is not this, this, this conversation is not pleasant. I'm mm. going to turn away now. <laughs> elder <laughs> abuse. <laughs> I think I took that, stole that from Brooklyn Nine Nine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, man. For Great me, show. for me, I think the LARP I'd want to play after this is all over 
is kind of revisiting this, but through uh, through the magic of uh, you know, alas, he doesn't do those anymore. But goddamn, they were so good when they went while they were there. The Doctor Doolot's uh, group therapy for superheroes. Oh my god! Mm. Uh, yeah, like a whole bunch of you know B-list superheroes or supervillains. Doing group therapy, talking about how they spent their time during the quarantine. Oh my god! Yes. <laughs> that's that's oh, what I so play. Good. That'd be so good. Would you play? Would you be a, a hero or a villain? <sighs> I'm kind of leaning villain. I would yeah. go villain, and my wife and me were having troubles because I kept on kidnapping the dog and leaving <laughs> ransom notes for her to find. <laughs> then, of course, Angela has to play your wife, who is a hero. Naturally. Who's <laughs> a hero? But a de facto hero because in the microcosm of your apartment, she has basically racked up enough points. Well, the dog wasn't going to be a hero, Angela. The dog wasn't going to be a hero, goddammit, so you are. <laughs> I love the idea that you're like a certified villain, so... By like justification, you stamp all of her her hero her hero hours. It's like, congratulations, you are my nemesis. We are nemesis now. See you at dinner. This will be awkward. <laughs> I will either see you at I will either see you in hell or at dinner. We're having tacos. Oh, fiesta! Burn in hell. Do you, have, do you have a superhero name? Well, you usually call me Baby Cakes. Baby Cakes! Yeah. <laughs> uh, for me, it's just a simple camping trip with a large group of people just hanging out in different parts of the camp, maybe going to the lake, just talking. That's... I think he wants to drown us. Fucker wants to put us in a lake. And that's my LARP. Just that's camping awesome. trip. Just hell. I like hell. It. the idea. The idea is it's not conflict too much mm-hmm. it's just what would you like to do that can be a lot <laughs> exactly i just want to you know we're all sitting in the same place eating a restaurant yes that's exactly <laughs> what i want <laughs> <laughs> so quick follow-up if a larp could actually teach you to learn a useful skill by nature of its mechanics what would it be a mundane skill for instance i would say like folding laundry like, I don't know how to fold a fucking t-shirt to save my life. It's mm. black magic to me. I don't know how to fold an actual t-shirt correctly. And if there was a LARP where the mechanics were how you fold laundry, my life would be way better if I learned <laughs> that skill. How much? I would, oh, sorry. I would do, <laughs> I want a LARP where you're all putting on a television show and you all basically have different jobs, but it's li- like, it is like authentic. Like you're being taught how to like work a camera for a television show. And like, what's the process? Okay. Speeding camera, speeding camera, clear camera, clear. And so just basically teaching me how to be uh, a person who works in television. All right. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what I want. Blacksmithing. Blacksmithing. I've been meaning to learn wow. for a while, just I haven't had the chance. But it's something I've been wanting to try for a while, for a long time. And yes, I know I hear a dwarf joke happening, but oh, you're, I just imagine you coming in the next day and you're just like mad burns on half your body. You're like, there was a fire. <laughs> there was an incident. Yep. Only three dead though, so you know that's a plus. Better than last year. It was day book. one. It was orientation. <laughs> I'm pretty advanced for my class. <laughs> yeah, uh, they and they kept on screaming, "Why are you setting a fire? 
Why are you talking about blacksmithing? We're just role playing, standing in a line at a clerk's <laughs> office. What? <laughs> All right, Dan, your answer, and then I also, in my head, canon. We all show up to someone else's <laughs> expecting our own. <laughs> but anyways, dance. What's, what's your skill? Um, gee, I, I mean, I'm I'm already skilled at everything I can possibly imagine being useful in life. So, uh, maybe. Yeah, I really got nothing. Um, do you know how to change a tire? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Some of us drive. Or drove once upon a time. <laughs> I <don't>. Massage. <laughs> I, I know how to change the tire. Do not drive. <laughs> uh, CPR. Do you know how to fix the door hinge uh, if it comes off? Do you know uh, how to set up a... Um, Ooh, handy. Yeah, like a handyman thing. I wouldn't mind like learning handyman some handyman thing. skills. Mm. Yeah, here we go, here we go, here we go. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, property Brothers LARP. Ooh, Property oh, Brothers shit. LARP! But you oh, actually God, get to yeah. tear down a house. Nice. And and touch Jonathan? And touch Jonathan. I mean, okay. of course. Oh, safe. and the LARP's called Lifting Kitchens. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there we go, there we go. All right, I fucking love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A property brother slurp. Well, I guess we're all kind of in for that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and last but not least, gentlemen, we've reached the end of our recording. Whoop. And this is my final question to you. We've been watching movies on Netflix party together for the last couple of weeks. And uh, so far, we've seen killer clowns from outer space. Hurricane Classic. heist. Ugh. Always be my maybe. And yeah. ghost rider. Mm-hmm. A- A- and 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 the time machine uh, yes. oh and the time machine mm-hmm. thank you <laughs> yeah holy shit um all of which been robbed have been robbed of their oscar noms uh my question is what are our votes for movies for the next few weeks what's your vote for movies coming up so listeners probably don't know that we as fanable are um actually friends this is not a act we are we are actually friends and we watch movies on every monday since the uh the quarantine uh here or excuse me as uh new york likes to say the shutdown and or the pause excuse me the pause and so we've been watching a movie every Monday. Everybody gets to pick a movie and then Billy rolls a D five. And then we choose which uh, and that tells us which movie we're going to watch. And so far we've watched uh, some real, some real zingers. <clears throat> and I'm going to start with my choice, which is, which is the 1990 tour de force kevin bacon six degrees to this movie tremors Ooh, that's a good one directed by ron underwood yes starring kevin bacon fred ward finn carter it is a goddamn masterpiece huh yeah tremors is a good one tremors is a good one uh since we're keep, we're moving off Netflix. We can also do Amazon because we're trying to figure out how to watch Amazon uh, Prime and share oh, that. Oh, you bastard! 
uh, I would probably go with The Crazies. That's what I'm aiming for mm. right now. The remake. The remake with uh, uh, Mr. Elephant. Uh, so, uh, Timothy Elephant. So, you're welcome there. Um, but there's also, uh, I might also do that rom com he was in, um, The Girl Next Door. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen that one? Yes, I have. It's a real. It's really surprisingly good. Dan, Dan is. It's just, yeah, yeah. The girl next door. Oh, yeah. it's so good. It's not bad. All right, all right. If we're moving on to Amazon, then I'm gonna go with uh, Night of the Comet. But I'm gonna stick with. Uh, I, I don't know if the technology is there for Amazon yet. We'll, we'll see. It's there. It's there. Don't worry. Oh, it's there. Oh, it's there. Oh, you're, you're we'll telling me. We'll find it. Yeah. We'll make it happen. All right. All right. It's on you, Billy Boy. It's on you. Dan? I haven't decided fully yet. I'm torn between two choices. One, of course, being the classic gun fu film, Equilibrium. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good wow. one. That's a good yeah. one, yeah. Yeah. That's so, a good one. Equilibrium, or I might lean towards Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret mm-hmm. of the Ooze. The Ooze. Ooh, I like that one. I like that one. Yeah. So. Yikes! Those are both strong contenders. It's a hard choice. All right, and last but not least, Young Keezy. Well, originally, and I still might just do Mortal Kombat, that film classic, because I loved that as a kid. But I just discovered because I was just browsing through Netflix for ideas. Another film I loved as a child, which may I may regret the decision of as an adult, Little Monsters. Oh, oh my God! With. Oh my it's god, on it's Netflix. Fred Savage. Yeah. Fred Savage, yeah. It's on Netflix. I love that fucking movie. Mm, same Howie here. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, that's a good one, honestly. That, that's honestly, really I think I'm going to probably pick Little Monsters on the list. Oh my god. I That movie actually is really hor- horrifying. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you meet the, the later monsters who are yep. stitched eyes. We might want to give Ange a heads up about that one. Mm, that's fair. Uh, uh yeah so wow okay yikes that's those are some great goddamn answers all right so thank you very much gentlemen for meeting me in this uh geeky topics roundtable discussion here on fanable for uh you know just the pandemic times and we are doing our best to reach out to each other and still make great content but also see each other's faces on screens that's nice it's it's like i can almost touch you almost almost with that in mind for for our listeners what movies do you recommend to get us through quarantine try to keep it mostly pg pg 13 oh we can do r we can keep do r i mean i'm a horror fan we can do r but Mm -hmm. but Netflix, Amazon, that sort of thing, you know, because we've all seen Debbie Does Dallas. Am I right? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, and good night.